Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 12 of An Alarm to the Unconverted by Richard Baxter. Two. Consider also what calls thou hast to turn and live, for how many, how loud, how earnest, how dreadful, and yet what encouraging, joyful calls. For the principal inviter, it is God himself. He that commandeth heaven and earth commandeth thee to turn, and presently, without delay, to turn. He commandeth the sun to run its course and to rise upon thee every morning, and though it be so glorious a creature and many times bigger than all the earth, yet it obeyeth him and faileth not one minute of its appointed time. He commandeth all the planets and orbs of heaven, and they obey. He commandeth the sea to ebb and flow, and the whole creation to keep its course, and all they obey him. The angels of heaven obey his will when he sends them to minister to such silly worms as we on earth, Hebrews 1.14. And yet, if he command but a sinner to turn, he will not obey him. He only thinks himself wiser than God, and he cavils and pleads the cause of sin and will not obey. If the Lord Almighty says the word, the heavens and all therein obey him. But if he call a drunkard out of an alehouse, he will not obey. Or if he call a worldly, fleshly sinner to deny himself and mortify the flesh and set his heart on a better inheritance, he will not obey. If thou hadst any love in thee, thou wouldst know the voice and say, Oh, this is my father's call. How can I find in my heart to disobey? For the sheep of Christ do know and hear his voice, and they follow him, and he giveth them eternal life. John 12. 4. If thou hast any spiritual life and sense in thee, At least thou wouldst say, This call is the dreadful voice of God, and who dare disobey? For saith the prophet, The lion roared, Who will not fear? Amos 3 8. God is not a man that thou shouldst dally and play with him. Remember what he said to Paul at his conversion? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Acts 9, 5. Wilt thou yet go on and despise his word and resist his spirit and stop thine ears against his call? Who is it that will have the worst of this? Dost thou know whom thou disobeyest and contendest with and what thou art doing It were a far wiser and easier task for thee to contend with the thorns and spurn them with thy bare feet and beat them with thy bare hands or 
or put thy head into the burning fire. Be not deceived. God will not be mocked. Galatians 6, 7. Whosoever else be mocked, God will not. You had better play with the fire in your thatch than with the fire of his burning wrath. For our God is a consuming fire. Hebrews twelve twenty nine. Oh, how unmeet a match art thou for God. It is a fearful thing to fall into his hands, Hebrews 10, 31, and therefore it is a fearful thing to contend with him or resist him. As you love your own souls, take heed what you do. What will you say if he begin in wrath to plead with you? What will you do if he take you once in hand Will you then strive against his judgment as now you do against his grace? Saith the Lord, fury is not in me, that is, I delight not to destroy. I do as it were unwillingly, but yet. Who would set the briars and thorns against me in battle? I would go through them. I would burn them together. Or let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me and he shall make peace with me. Isaiah 30, 20, 7, 4, and 6. It is an unequal combat for the briars and stubble to make war with the fire. And thus you see who it is that calleth you, that should move you to hear this call and turn. So consider also, by what instruments and how often and how earnestly he doth it. Number one, every leaf of the blessed book of God hath, as it were, a voice and calls out unto thee, turn and live, turn or thou wilt die. How canst thou open it and read a leaf or hear a chapter? and not perceive God bids thee turn. Two, it is the voice of every sermon thou hearest, for what else is the scope and drift of all but to call and persuade and entreat thee to turn? Three, it is the voice of many a motion of the Spirit that secretly speaks over these words again and urgeth thee to turn For, it is likely, sometimes, it is the voice of thy own conscience. Art thou not sometimes convinced that all is not well with thee? And doth not thy conscience tell thee that thou must be a new man and take a new course and often call upon thee to return? Five, it is the voice of the gracious examples of the godly, when thou seest them live a heavenly life and fly from the sin which is thy delight, this really calls upon thee to turn. 6. It is the voice of all the works of God, for they also are God's books that teach thee this lesson by showing thee his greatness and wisdom and goodness, and calling thee to observe them 
and admire the Creator. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. Psalm 19, 1 and 2. Every time the sun riseth upon thee, it really calleth thee to turn as if it should say, What do I travel and compass the world for but to declare to men the glory of their Maker? and to light them to do his work. And do I still find thee doing the work of sin and sleeping out thy life in negligence? Awake, them that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. Ephesians 5, 14. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. It is now high time to awake out of sleep. Let us, therefore, cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly, as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof, Romans eight eleven through 14. This text was the means of Augustine's conversion. 7. It is the voice of every mercy thou dost possess. If thou couldst but hear and understand them, they all cry out unto thee, Turn! Why doth the earth bear thee but to seek and serve the Lord? Why doth it afford thee fruit? but to serve him? Why doth the air afford thee breath, but to serve him? Why do all the creatures serve thee with their labors and their lives, but that thou mightest serve the Lord of them and thee? Why doth he give thee time and health and strength, but to serve him? Why hast thou meat and drink and clothes, But for his service, hast thou anything which thou hast not received? And if thou didst receive them, it is reason thou shouldst bethink thee from whom and to what end and use thou didst receive them. Didst thou never cry to him for help in thy distress? And didst thou not then understand that it was thy part to turn and serve him if he would deliver thee? He hath done his part, and spared thee yet longer, and tried thee another and another year, and yet thou dost not turn. You know the parable of the unfruitful fig tree, Luke 13, 6 through 9. When the Lord had said, Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? He was entreated to try it one year longer and then if it proved not fruitful, to cut it down. Christ himself there makes the application twice over. Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Verses 3 and 5. How many years hath God looked for the fruits of love and holiness from thee, and hath found none? And yet hath spared thee. How many times by thy willful ignorance 
carelessness, and disobedience hast thou provoked justice to say, Cut him down, why cumbereth he the ground? And yet mercy hath prevailed, and patience hath forborne the killing, damning blow to this day. If thou hadst the understanding of a man within thee, thou wouldst know that all this calleth thee to turn. Dost thou think thou shalt still escape the judgment of God? Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? But after thy hardness and impenitent heart, treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to everyone according to his deeds. Romans 2, 3 through 6. This concludes episode 12 of An Alarm to the Unconverted by Richard Baxter.